Hello, and welcome to episode 45 of the False Prophets podcast. Your boy Phil Risden is back. Sorry, I've been gone for so long. I know, I've been gone for about a week. I, uh, I've been out in the Lone Star State. I've been out in the Lone Star State. I went to Austin, Texas first, then uh, had a couple jobs in uh, Dallas, Texas as well, too. Uh, you know, I was partying a little bit, doing some stand-up comedy out there, doing a couple shows. I'm going to be going back and forth there a lot more, uh, and I'll be putting up my uh, tour dates and stuff for for the shows definitely as well, too. Uh, yeah, it was a great time, man. Great time. Uh, you know, uh, plenty of racism, but also great food. You know, uh, you know, I saw lots of beautiful women down there, too. People never talk about that. People never talk about the corn-fed bitches that are down there, bro. <laughs> Shit is crazy, you know? Uh, you know, I even even met some some young ladies down there, which was nice. You know, what is it? Uh, they say uh, all my exes live in Texas, right? That's George Strait, and uh, that's a fact. Cause half of them bitches probably sucking dick down there. All right, I I've, I know a couple women that I used to fuck with that now live in Austin, Texas. And now <laughs> and now we go and see each other periodically. And when I'm gone, who knows what's going on? These bitches are for the streets. They for the streets out here, man. Shit is wild. Shit is wild. Shit is wild. Good to see you guys. Good to be back. This is fun. This is nice. Uh, welcome to episode 45, Battle of the Podcast Stars. And it is called that because Joe Budden of the Rory and Maul podcast and Mr. Gilly the Kid of the Call Her Daddy podcast are going at it. Oh, they are going at it, boy. They are going at it. I, I love to see, uh, you know, two two black men just yell at each other furiously. It's great, especially Joe Budden, too, because he's just the most bitter motherfucker, and he just knows how to get under the people's skin. I think that's why this beef is so fun to watch. You know what I mean? It's the fact that, like, both of these guys are petty as shit. Like, I remember when Gilly was, like, beefing with Rick Ross, and he did that crazy, just killer Rick Ross impression. Mwah. Perfect. Amazing. Loved it. You know, Joe Budden, I mean, he just hates everybody. So he's been going after everybody forever. You know, um, I, I I love this. And I think this is one of those eternal battles that will just never end, you know, because both of these guys are so ridiculously petty and small minded about things and they hold grudges forever that this is just going to be until one of them dies. This is never going to finish. This is why you you can't give <laughs> failed rappers podcast money. And I should know because I'm a failed comedian. All right. And if you give me podcast money, I'm going after everybody I don't fucking like, okay? Joe Budden's been talking shit about everyone, everyone. You know, he's he's talking shit about Charlamagne the God, insinuating that Charlamagne the God isn't a millionaire, which is crazy to think, because it's like, dude, Charlamagne the God is Charlamagne the God. I mean, at the end of the day, sure, do I not like his stuff as, more, as much now because he's all, like, holistic and full of shit? Yeah, sure. He's boring. He's boring as fuck. He's basically, like, black Stephen Colbert. Like, remember when Stephen Colbert used to be, like, that shit, bro? And he had, like, the Colbert Report. Like, that shit was mad good. It was mad funny. He made fun of everybody. He didn't give a fuck. And then he took over the Tonight Show or whatever for David Letterman and just got boring as shit. That's basically Charlamagne the God. That's probably why him and Stephen Colbert are such good friends. Because they were like, yo... Did you used to be dope as fuck and then turn boring as fuck? And he was like, yo, no way. Yeah, I did. Did you used to be dope as fuck and then turn boring as fuck too? He'd be like, yeah, I did. What's up, bro? What's up? And then they hug each other and start sucking each other off. That's what I assume happens at uh, Viacom. <laughs> you know? And that's uh, one of my guesses. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know what is happening with these two. I don't know why they don't like each other. You would think they have more in common. You know, you would think two people who were not successful at rap 
and are very, very petty against uh, some of the world's largest rappers uh, in the game would shake hands and be like, hey, you know, like you would think that instead of fighting each other, they would more just like create a legion of doom of like petty niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you would think they'd be like, oh, like let's join forces and be petty as fuck together, even though we have money and we don't need to be anymore. But I don't know. That's just how shit happens. I don't know. Joe Budden's a hater, though. It, it doesn't surprise me. It does not surprise me that he's getting into this shit. He's a hater. But that's also why I think I love the Joe Budden podcast, because, you know, in uh, oops, let me make sure this is still recording. OK, it is. Uh, <laughs> I feel like in every mainstream thing, you need like a hater personality. Right. You can't give too many haters too many platforms because nothing will get done and there's just going to be too much chaos, you know, but you need you need haters. You need the type of guy who would just come out and be like, <laughs> you need the type of guy who will look at Charlemagne the God and be like, this nigga's broke, you know, even though it's clearly not true. Like, you know, you need that guy that just makes up things, but he has so much anger and just raw vitriol about everything and everybody that it's entertaining, you know. Because it, on the on the inside, aren't we all haters? You know what I mean? On some level. I'm not saying I'm not a positive guy. I try to be positive. I try to, you know, shed light on things and help people out and give hugs and give gifts and buy guys drinks that I haven't seen in a while and all that stuff and give little pep talks. But at the end of the day, you know, I'm a hater. Okay? At the end of the day, I'm a fucking hater. Okay? And it feels good to have somebody else be a hater on a major mainstream platform because that helps you kind of feel like you can release that hateration. You feel me? Like you can kind of, you know, it's like almost like you're taking a deep breath and they're exhaling for you. Like that's why I watch DJ Academics, you know, because he's just <laughs> – He's just like this angry guy who acts like he's better than rappers, but is clearly upset that rappers don't like him. You know, you know, like I can, I can resonate with that. I like that guy. It makes sense. You know, <laughs> do I want to be like that guy? Not really. I mean, in certain ways, business wise, he's brilliant and he's really funny, but you know what I mean? Personality? No, no, but it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. It's beautiful. You know? I just spilled so much water on me right now and you know what i'm not cleaning up we're leaving it in we're not editing that out we're leaving it in i'm trying to be more realistic to you guys and i think that's my whole thing too is you know what i'm realizing is that youtube wants authenticity either authenticity or the least authentic you can ever be there's there's nothing in between you have to be honest about every single aspect of your life and expose every other person who's not honest. Or you have to be someone like Mr. Beast who's like, you know, tells you literally nothing about himself. And is like, I'm going to give a homeless guy $5 billion. <laughs> Please like me. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't seem like there's any in between. I've tried to give you guys pieces and it just doesn't go. It doesn't work. It doesn't go anywhere. So obviously I need to expose myself more, you know. Jesus, it's fucking hot in here. Uh, one more time, too, on a on a uh, another sad note. All right, you know, um, I almost said R.I.P. <sighs> Not yet. Not yet. Uh, but, you know, please keep your prayers for Jamie Foxx. It's been, what, three, four weeks that this has been going on, that he's, uh, you know, is still suffering from his stroke. 
and everything. I don't know why I said stroke so weird. Uh, he's st- still suffering out there. You know, that's really fucking uh, shit's really tough, man. You know, uh, definitely one of the biggest stars of my generation. Somebody that I, you know, artistically, I always fucking love. So, you know, prayers up for Mr. Jamie Foxx. Rapper ESTG was recently kicked out of a local mall. I believe it was down south or in the Midwest. This is the False Prophets podcast. So if you actually want facts, you're going to have to go on the Internet. (laughs) But he was recently kicked out of a mall because they said that uh, he couldn't wear his ski mask. And they're saying that masks are now outlawed, blah, 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 ESTG. He starts going on, you know, Twitter and and Instagram and everything, uh, claiming racism and being like, yo, like, since COVID, masks are loud. What is this? Blah, 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 blah. And uh, he's claiming racism. And while I will say it definitely is racism, um, especially if you're going to be down south or in the Midwest or something, I will definitely say it is racism. I will also say... Can we, as as a black community, can we just stop trying to make ski masks a fashion trend? It is not a good thing, okay? I don't know what everyone's obsession, especially like rap culture, and not even just rap culture, but black culture in general when it comes to fashion. I don't, I don't know everyone's obsession with like street and illegal culture. Like, bro, like, it really sucks sometimes when you're talking about like racism and shit like that is because like, there's all this, there's all these kind of controversial feelings with everything. And, you know, black people are always like seen as thugs and all this shit, regardless of what you do, regardless of how you dress. But it's also, there are also some black people and, uh, and Latino people too. You know, I feel like we, we both deal with this issue that it's like, yeah, regardless of how we dress and stuff, a lot of times, you know, white people um, or other races will consider us to be thugs, right? But there are some of us <laughs> that make it a little bit easier for them to perceive us as thugs. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I'm not saying that, you know, you can't express yourself fashion wise, but wearing a mask where nobody can see your face whatsoever okay and you want to come into this place and that place and also you're a rapper so you're not just going to old navy you're going to like jake mark jacobs and shit and hermes and fucking like you know the jewelry store and all that shit in a ski mask in a ski mask i think these people have a right to be annoyed by that dude they might not even be afraid honestly that you're some sort of robber. They might even be afraid that you're a mass shooter. Like, now enough of these mass shootings have happened that, like, bro, if you see somebody walk in who's completely unidentifiable, a chill goes down your spine. He might, who knows? If, if, if ESTG was, was dressed up with gloves and all this shit and a ski mask, he might have honestly thought he was a white dude and been just as scared. That's how crazy the world is right now, man. You can't go and be unidentifiable and be like it's just fashion it's not fashion it's fucking stupidity pay attention you idiots looking like looking like a thug looking like a criminal is just a bad thing to do and that's not something we want to incentivize we don't want to give these people incentive to call the police when there's no reason to call the police we don't want to get them incentive um you know to treat us shitty when they shouldn't be treating us shitty i honestly don't understand people's obsession with this fucking look. There's no reason for it. People are trying to, you're wearing a ski mask in the summer. What are you, a fucking idiot? 
yeah, it just, I don't know. It drives me nuts. I feel like sometimes there's just, you know, like, I love my people, but I feel like sometimes there's just shit that we just need to, like, sit and think and be like, is this a wise idea? You know? Even if, even if somebody's upset, even if some white guy's upset about it, yeah, it is racism, but also, was that the greatest idea? Okay? You're not wrong. It is racist. Yes, yes. You coming, you walking with a, a toy gun in your in your waistband and you know, them telling you can't you can't come in there. Yeah, I mean, truthfully, it's probably racist. I don't know. They they saw you were a black guy and they probably even saw that it was a toy gun. You know what I mean? And it's orange, so it doesn't even look like a regular gun. But black guy and gun, they just don't like it, so they told you to leave. Yeah, that is racist. That is racist. But you also shouldn't be dumb enough to walk in there with anything that looks like a firearm or even resembles a weapon. Okay? Two things can be true at the same time. You know? I just Sometimes I just wonder, like, how 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 lost we are sometimes. You know, these little small things are the the thorn in my side that fucking piss me off and make me think like what the fuck are we actually even doing you know are we just destined to be fucking idiots that get ourselves thrown in jail over nonsense over and over and over again you know how much far does this shit actually need to go you know like you're watching the, I, I was watching that king von documentary and you're you're watching this whole thing and you're like all oh, this killing was for nothing for nothing like like and the only reason it's happening is because these people are products of their environment obviously but at the same time it's like killing is like a hobby to them like owning some block that you don't own is like an actual hobby to these people in this mindset and it's like yo this is ridiculous and obviously that's not every black person i mean it's certainly not me certainly not my family it's certainly not you know my friends or any of that, but there's still a section of us that likes to act like that. And there's just no reason for it. And even though the world is racist, the world is crazy. The world definitely is against us. When you do shit like that, you bring the rest of us down with you. You know, uh, King Vaughn, great rapper, also a complete psychopath. <laughs> you know, th- that these are just the facts, a complete psychopath who killed for no apparent reason. And they were, even, they weren't even competing with you, uh, for money it didn't even seem like in the documentary so it's like this this is what i'm saying so long story short guys uh you know don't run around killing people for no reason and then put it on twitter and uh you know don't walk around in ski masks with sunglasses on and go to the mall anyway on a brighter note i was watching the news today and uh they said that the united states might run out of money by the end of may by june 1st how beautiful is that? The U.S. is running out of money by the first. Sounds like me trying to pay for an apartment. Oh boy, that is a uh, good stuff. I don't, I don't know. And it, you, know, uh, you know, it's so funny too. Is you know, people talk about uh, anarchy and all that shit, and it's like, you know, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna eat the rich. I don't know if you're gonna be able to. I don't know if you're gonna be able to. Because I was also just reading something. It turns out that Mike, Mark Zuckerberg just like won some fucking jujitsu tournament. You know, which I'll be honest, you know, as far as one of the people who is planning to eat the rich, that hurts a lot, you know, because if there's one thing you always tell yourself about rich people, the Bill Gates of the world, the Elon Musk, is that you could beat them up in a fight. 
You know, you're like these motherfuckers. Oh, they got the upper hand now. They got the money now. But nigga, when she if she gets real, you know what I mean. If if she gets real, I'm putting them down. Apparently not. Apparently not. Can you imagine the shame you'd feel if Mark Zuckerberg put you in an armbar? He already has your stepmom and aunt tweeting out weird QAnon conservative views, and now <laughs> and now he's about to break your fucking arm. It's crazy. We used to think I, that was the one thing that I held on to. Being a poor person, that's the one thing I always held on to. I was like, yo, listen, Mark Zuckerberg, all these other guys, they might have this money, but they can't see me in these streets. They can't see me with these hands. And apparently they can. Apparently they can. Imagine, can you, oh my God, that'd be so heartbreaking. If just like, if if poor people fucking start storming the mansions of these rich billionaires, and these rich billionaires just start Batmaning the shit out of everybody. Pop, 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 pop. Just doing weird shit, fucking hitting your nose up into your skull, just fucking breaking limbs, Steven Seagal shit. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think we can handle it. I don't think the poor ego could handle it. You know? I know I could. If that happens, if 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 Mark if Mark Zuckerberg drop kicks me. I'm 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 gonna kill myself. <laughs> okay, I'm just up. If he just, if Mark Zuckerberg gives me this sweet chin music, I'm done. I'm done. I'm I'm taking a car and I'm riding into the sunset, and that's it. No one's ever gonna see or hear from me ever again. All right, I can't handle it. I'm too I'm too weak minded for it. He can't have beat me financially and physically. It's too much. It's too much. I can't handle it. I'm t- I, I can't do it. You know. I don't know. They say the they say money is gonna run out by June first, but this is also a thing that you know um, they often do say. Uh, I feel like they they said this when the recession was happening, which obviously that's uh, probably not a sign in my favor. <laughs> like Phil, you're trying to calm us down, but you said that they said this before the recession happened. Um, but it's true. But they they've they've said this quite a few, quite a few times. Um, as well, like the U.S. is going to run out of money. And remember when the, when the government shut down for a while and stuff like that, um, they kind of, you know, kind of were talking about this as well, too, and slowing things down and shit. So this is something that does happen to the U.S. government. But, uh, you know, it's it, it, this shit is terrifying, dude. This shit is terrifying. I mean, obviously, we're still having problems with China. And, uh, you know, Ukraine and Russia, we're dealing with that. You know, China has gotten a bunch of different countries to turn over to different currencies, to turn over to the yen and deal with all sorts of different shit and step away from the American currency that they were dealing with to trade. These are huge deals. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm putting everybody to sleep. I know I try to get you guys in with like Joe Budden and like Gilly the Kid first and like dumb nigga shit. And then I try to go into CNN. OK. All right. I go. <laughs> I go, I go, I go, uh, you know, Charlamagne the God first. All right. And then I go Rachel Maddow second. <laughs> That's what I try to give you guys. You know, you gotta, you gotta put some medicine in the ice cream. All right. You gotta, you gotta put some candy in the, in the, uh, you gotta put some medicine in the candy, you know, but it's true. Uh, no, they have done this before. They have done this before or not done this before, but said this before. And I don't know. It's also one of those things where it's just like, this is why I'm a socialist, you know, because because <laughs> it's like, you know, they're talking about running out of money. It's like money's not even real. 
You know what I mean? I mean, we've we haven't been on the gold standard of money since what the 1930s. We've just been printing money. We've just been printing money and slowly selling the country to different countries as collateral for decades now, for almost a century. In 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 about seven or seven to ten years, it'll be a solid century of the U.S. government doing this. So. To say that we run out of money, what does that even really mean? None of it's actually been here and had true value. We've all just agreed that it had value, and we scared enough other countries that they agreed that it had value too. You know, you know, America's like that, like that fucking like dumb bully in like a sitcom or something that like makes art or like makes something, and they're like really sensitive about it. You know, and it looks dog shit. Right, and everybody looks at it like, what the fuck? And then they go like, "What? Don't you like it?" And then they go like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, I like it. It look, it's great. It's great. Yeah, yeah." That's America. That's America with money. None of this is real. We should start sharing everything because none of this is real, and uh, you know, it's literally just paper. It's ridiculous. In, in all honesty, we need to get out of Ukraine and start focusing on ourselves as a country and as a people. Because the amount of fracturing that is happening here and division that is happening in this country is just fucking awful. And it'll cause us to eat ourselves alive. Okay? It'll, it'll cause us to have a Joe Bud and Gilly the Kid situation. And it's, and it's not good. And the real people that are going to know the brunt of it are the poor and the middle class, as it always happens. You know, so I don't know if I'm ready for it. I don't know if I'm ready for it. But I do know that I'm ready to have another drink. And on that note... This has been the False Prophets Podcast. I don't know what you guys got from this. I don't know what I got from this, but I did have fun. And I hope you guys will definitely watch this episode. Please like, share, subscribe, do the whole fucking thing. I don't know. I love you. This has been the False Prophets Podcast. Peace.